Welcome to 18 Minutes. For the last seven years, I've been talking to the oldest and wisest people in our communities, and death looms large over most of their lives. When you're 89 or 102 or 96, any breath could be your last. And yet the elder's relationship with death has changed my perception of life. So if there's one thing that even the smartest people in the world have no clue about, it's what happens when you die. And yet there's enough mystery around that moment of death that it's worth exploring. So last summer, I led a retreat to witness the total eclipse of the sun in Oregon. I had seen a total eclipse once before. I was in high school in the year 1991. But I can't say that I fully appreciated the rarity of the spectacle. Leading up to the eclipse last summer, I read and heard so many stories about how in the moment of totality, when day becomes night and the sun's corona becomes this ring of light around the moon and people become emotionally unhinged. So during this retreat in Oregon, one lady in our group accidentally recorded the moment she left her phone on. In just a moment, I will play for you the audio of the people on our retreat and their reaction during the moment of totality. And during the eclipse, I was standing next to a very close friend. His mother had just passed away a few days before the eclipse. They took her off life support. Last summer, August 21st, 2017, I'm standing next to my friend who just lost his mom. We're watching the moon slowly cover the sun. The light is dimming. You hear the sounds of the animals confused by this sudden loss of daylight. The shadow of totality is approaching from the western horizon at 2,400 miles per hour. A total eclipse is an otherworldly experience. And my friend starts crying saying this dimming of the light is what he thinks his mom experienced when she was in the hospital and her life was fading away. And because I had seen one total eclipse many years prior, I had a sense of what was coming. And I put my hand on my grieving friend's shoulder and I said, just wait, you're about to see something spectacular. So let's take a moment to listen to the audio of people on our retreat during the total eclipse. Oh, my God. 
So the light that you see in a total eclipse is powerful. It's beyond words. It makes you feel this kind of all-consuming warmth and love. I equate it to what people talk about when they're dying and they see the light. They're walking down this tunnel and feeling explosions of love. And I'd like to think that this moment gave my friend comfort, a little hint that when things go black and the light is gone, there might be something unimaginably spectacular yet to come. So I was sharing this story of the eclipse in one of my yoga workshops. This lady named Tracy approached me afterward and she described an experience she had with a relative who recently passed away at 100 years old. Her my mom's counterpart, this woman Rose, who was really a friend, was with her when she died and she described that, you know, at the, at the hour of her passing, she almost had a glow about her, like cause she kind of had this pallor, like she didn't look super well, I guess, for most of her hospital stay, like she lost a lot of the color in her face that she usually had. And um, I guess she sort of lit up again physically right before she passed. Sometimes people in their moment of death seem to reach for this glowing light. David shared with me the story of being with his mother when she passed away last year at the age of 94. I was sitting with my mother in the hospital waiting for her to pass away. Uh, She had a profound stroke, which is irreversible. And so they put her into a room where she'd be comfortable, and she was uh, there for a couple of days. Um, she was not in any pain. She couldn't feel anything, according to the doctor, because her brain was, was not functioning. At any rate, uh, because of this stroke, she was in a complete paralysis, could not move her arms or legs, and she was just literally stiff as a board. This went on for a couple of days, and on uh, it happened Friday afternoon, and on Sunday, about 9.30 in the evening, I was in a cot next to her bed. For some reason, I woke up, and I sat up on my knees and looked at her laying there. And all of a sudden, I heard a low gurgle. She sat up and raised her arms to the sky, looking above her head as if she were reaching for something or someone. My mother was not a trusting person by nature. And so this had to be somebody or something that she recognized. It was the strangest phenomenon. Before they died, they saw something. They felt something. Over the last seven years, I've interviewed so many people in their 80s, 90s, and 100s. And I often will ask them, are you scared to die? This is how Ed, 96 years old, answered the question. Last question for you is, um, are you scared of death? Scared of death? No, 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 no. No, I welcome it. For every ten elders to whom I've asked that question, are you scared to die? Nine of them answer, similar to Ed. When it's time for death, they'll be ready. They welcome it. How could something so uncertain be so welcoming? Rachel described two experiences she had losing people who were very close to her. My grandfather was my first experience watching somebody die. He 
kept reaching out his hands, calling for his mom, who passed, and a couple other people that I didn't know in my family that had already passed. And he kept just, like, saying their names and, like, saying, Mom, Mom, and, like, his arms were reaching out. Twenty years later, my friend, also passing away from cancer, she was doing the same thing. When they were reaching out and calling their loved ones, there was like a peace that surrounded them. It was like they were they were smiling. Their eyes were closed, but they were smiling and reaching. And there was like a lightness to their face. There was something beyond in that room. So hearing these stories, it made me think, does the nature of an eclipse foreshadow what happens at the moment of death? It's hard to say. But for anyone who has ever done a yoga class... You know the very best part of the yoga class is at the end when you lie down and let go. The corpse pose, the pose of death, it's called shavasana. What would be a good yoga class without a really good shavasana? What would be a good life without a beautiful death? In each of these podcasts, I like to guide you into a moment of relaxation So take a moment right now to spread out, relax. If you can, lie down on your back, that would be great. If you just want to sit up and close your eyes, that would be great too. And you may have heard Anne Lamott's quote, almost everything will work again if you unplug it for a few minutes, including you. So let's do that right now. So we're just going to press reset on today. Whatever's been going on thus far, let it go. Whether it's death, divorce, changing jobs, moving somewhere new, the uncertain and the unknown tend to be frightening. But we can choose to come to the uncertain and the unknown as an opportunity for a new birth, new life. Gabriel Garcia Marquez said, human beings are not born once and for all on the day their mothers give birth to them, but life obliges them over and over again to give birth to themselves. So I invite you today, come to the unknown as an explorer wading into the mystery. Let's come to our centering thought. Release and relax. Release and relax. And while you are meditating, if your mind wanders, come back to those words to center yourself in the moment. Release and relax. Release and relax. For a few minutes, I will leave you to relax, to breathe, to meditate, quietly repeating, release and relax, release and relax, release and relax.
So if your mind wandered off, release and relax. Coming back to the moment. When people die, what do they see? What do they feel? A glow, a light, maybe something similar to what you see during a total eclipse. There's no way we'll know, but there are enough experiences that people have in the moment of death that's fascinating. As Rumi said, then death comes at dawn and you wake up laughing at what you thought was your grief. Whether it's death, divorce, changing jobs, moving to a new city, the uncertain and the unknown tend to be frightening, but we can choose to come to the uncertain and the unknown as an opportunity for a new birth, new life, Human beings are not born once and for all on the day their mothers give birth to them, but life obliges them over and over to give birth to themselves, to come to the unknown as an explorer. Release and relax. I'll see you soon. Peace.